So one of the big questions I get from my students when they get their first Oracle card deck or they order my Messenger of Spirit Oracle card deck will be, hey, how do I use my Oracle cards with my spirit guides? Now, I do have a training inside of my Four Intuitive Languages program, but today I want to be giving you my best tips in using my Oracle cards. And you can apply this to any Oracle card deck that you have. I'm actually giving a free workshop with each purchase of the Oracle card deck. You get to join me live on Zoom where I'm going to go a little deeper and you will be reading for yourself and for others through the Oracle cards. So stay tuned. I want to share some of my very best tips with you now so you can go ahead and use your cards. Welcome to Spiritual and Ambitious. I'm your host, Whitney McNeil. I'm a certified medium and spiritual teacher, and I help spiritual and ambitious souls just like you live your life purpose through your career and attract abundance by connecting into your intuition and spirit guides. Let's get spiritual and ambitious. Speaking of cards, let's go ahead and talk about the spirit messages for this week. The first card that I've drawn here is your third eye chakra. Visualize the outcome. This is really important when it comes to manifesting what you're wanting, what you're desiring. Focus on the outcome as it is now. Now, this card also speaks to developing more of your seer and owl abilities. So the third eye governs your clairvoyance and clairaudience. So this is also a message for you to listen to that chakra, unblock it, open it up and develop those sensitivities. The next card I have here is the butterfly. I've been seeing a lot of this for the messages lately. Break through your limits. So if you've got some limits or you think that you can't, well, then you can't. If you think that you can, then you can. It's time to break through those old self-limiting beliefs. And we're at the end of the year. So this is a really great time to start breaking through and just letting go. Instead of looking at it as a breakthrough that you have to do something, how about look at taking inventory and what's going on in your energy and just letting the old beliefs go and let it flow. All right, let's get into some of the best tips for my Oracle cards. So this was actually inspired by my friend. I was pulling some cards for her. She had a question and she wanted me to pull some cards. And I was so excited to do that. I had just got my cards. They were finally physically here. And after waiting for months and months for my Oracle cards to finally be published, I was so excited to do that. She said, you know what? Those are so on point. And I, by this time, had given her a couple different spreads. And she said, Whitney, how do you do that? Do you follow a system or what is it? So inside of my Messenger of Spirit Oracle book that you get when you buy my cards, there are instructions actually on how to shuffle. And if you want to have more of a spread, like this card goes here and this card means this and those kind of things. But the way that I use Oracle cards are solely with my spirit guides and through my intuition. And that's really what I teach my students to do. Now you can do both. And I've had such an amazing response to the book, especially my friends who will text me and say, Whitney, 
your cards just called me out. I have one friend who got the clear your mind card and she said, I don't want to hear this. She just put it back into the deck. So she shuffled the deck and got the same card. She opened the book and the book says, you know, those people that shuffle the deck three times because they didn't like the card that they got. Don't be that person. And she was like, oh my gosh. And then I also had another friend that also told me something very similar to the messages. So with that being said, the book can be really helpful. I did channel the book from Spirit. I do recommend that you check out the book because there's several meanings. But I always, always recommend that you connect to your intuition. So the first thing that you need to do when you're wanting to work with your spirit guides and oracle cards is one, choose a deck that you feel really connected with. So I have a zillion decks and I wanted to create my own because I felt like all the decks were missing some kind of component that I needed. So really choose a deck that works for you. And here's the thing, you can feel really connected to a deck today and then next month feel not connected to it. I don't feel like you need to throw it away. It's just not the deck that you need at that time. So I have, I mean, this is a little embarrassing, like 20 decks on my desk. So anytime you see me on video on lives and I'm sitting in the chair and I've got my computer in front of me, that you won't see this. But over there on my right, I have like 20 decks. So one of the things that I do for my programs, and it's an aligned, if I have an aligned spiritual mentorship for my students that take my courses, they can choose a higher level of continuation with me if they choose to move into aligned. I do channeled messages every month for them. And through the channel messages, I will choose different decks also to give them messages too. So I channel the messages, but at the end, I always give them something that feels, I always pull some cards for them and I will choose different decks each month. It just truly depends on the energy. So choose a deck that you feel connected to. If you just pick a random deck up, it's not going to work for you. Then once you have your deck, what I say to do is to look at each card. So depending on how many cards are in a deck, so my Oracle card deck, there's 52 cards, but it really ranges between 44 and up. Lay out each card and make a connection to each one. So go through each card, look at the card, make a connection, and you can hold it at your heart. You can even ask, is there a message for me that I need to know right now? There have been times with other decks where I felt like I didn't connect to some cards. So this is what I did. I took those cards out, placed them to the side and only used the deck with the cards I felt connected with. Now, this is different than getting that clear your mind card where you just don't want to hear the message. I'm talking about sometimes there might be a card where you're just like, I just don't feel connected at all. And I just don't feel like there's anything here that I can kind of utilize or to read from. So that's something that you can choose to do. I, of course, feel connected to my own deck and love every single card there. But one of the things I'll notice is I will pull similar cards over and over. And then randomly, I'll finally pull a card that I haven't seen in months come from that deck. So the skeptic could say, well, it's just because you're choosing the same cards it must have like a dent on it or a different weight or, you know, something, maybe they're stuck together. But really what's happening is you're getting the cards that you really truly need in the moment. And at some point in the future, it will start shifting and then you'll start to see the same patterns. 
So currently in my life, I'm pulling some of the same cards over and over and over. Now, the other day when I was doing a message for my aligned spiritual mentorship, I actually pulled a card from a deck that I've had for years. And I went, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this card existed. So it was really nice to see a card that I'd never seen before. But the reason that you don't see these cards is because it's not what you need until you actually see them, right? So make that connection with each card. The next thing I'm going to ask you to do, once you've done that, you've kind of set your deck. And by the way, some people say to sleep with a card under your pillow. I don't go that far. I say just look at each card connect. And then once you have it, you know, put the deck back together and then call on your spirit guides to help you and tell them that you would like to hear or receive, see, feel, or know their messages through the cards and ask them to work with you through the cards. So after you've called in your spirit guides, you want to ask them a question or you can ask them to just give you the messages you need to hear in the moment. I like to be a little bit more specific with, tell me the messages I need to hear in my business. Tell me the messages I need to hear in my personal life or around my health. So you might pull several different cards based on each question that you're getting. What I like to do is shuffle the deck for each question. So I haven't told you the ways to shuffle yet, but for instance, if I were to shuffle the deck and ask a question, I wouldn't just pull cards for each topic. I would actually shuffle the cards and then pull for each topic. So if I wanted to ask about my business, I'd shuffle the cards and say, hey guys, you know, I really wanna know the next right step about XYZ in my business. Shuffle the cards and pull them and do the reading. And then if I had another question that was unrelated to what I just asked, and let's say it was about my health. All right, spirit guides, you know, this is what's going on my health. What's the right next step? So before you shuffle, set your intention and ask your question. I actually personally will combine these two steps. So as I'm shuffling, I'm asking the question and that's completely fine too. It's just, if you really want to do it step-by-step, I would say, call in your guides, set your intention and ask your question, shuffle, pull your cards, receive the answers. So once you've done that and you feel your spirit guides are there, then I want you to choose a method of shuffling that works best for you. Now I've got several methods inside of the booklet that comes with the cards, but you just need to feel what works best for you. Some people like to put the cards in a big old pile and shuffle them all around the table and then put them back in together. Some people like to shuffle in different ways. My favorite way to shuffle is to take them in both of my hands and just shuffle. Basically what it's like is that I am taking half of the deck and kind of dropping some of the cards throughout the deck. So that's the way that I shuffle. There's really no right or wrong way to shuffle the cards. It's what works best for you intuitively. So that's what works best for me intuitively. But you have to choose where you feel the best is. If you're a skeptic at heart, then just put them all on the floor, shuffle them around, and then put them back together. All right, I'm going to continue with some of my very best tips and what happens next right after this quick break. As a professional psychic medium, I've done tens of thousands of readings, but I felt a call to move more fully into teaching intuition. 
but I still get so many requests about doing readings. So while I don't do readings anymore, I have brought in some very trusted colleagues who are now available for live one-hour readings on Zoom. If you would like to book your psychic medium reading, go to messengerofspirit.com forward slash appointments to see our available readers and schedule your Zoom reading today. Thanks for hanging around. I hope that you check out our holiday sale. I am talking about how to use your Oracle cards with your spirit guides. So I've walked you through choosing a deck and making a connection with each card, calling in your spirit guides and choosing the best way of shuffling that works for you. Now that you shuffled the cards, it's time to choose a method that works best for you with pulling the cards. So now it's time. Here's a thing that you can do. If you have chosen to shuffle the cards on the floor, you can put the deck back together or you can just leave them the way they are all on the floor or the desk and just take a few moments, ask your spirit guides to help choose the cards that you need and put your non-dominant hand over the cards. And I'd like for you to look at the cards And also, I'd like for you to feel the energy of the cards. So this is really where your intuitive language comes in. And this is why it's important to still develop your intuition versus not. If you are a seer, you'll just glance down at the cards, especially if they're still all shuffled on the floor, kind of a little bit messy, and you'll start to see which ones need to come out. Another way you can do this is you'll hear which card to grab. Or if you are an empath, you can sense the energy coming from some of the cards and the more energy you feel, that's what you need to pick. And then also if you're a channeler, you might be sitting there going, Whitney, I don't hear, feel, or see anything. Then you're just going to know, just trust the knowing. And it's going to feel really random to you. And you're going to think this is all BS and it's not just pick the cards. And then you've chosen your cards. Another way you can do this is what I call the drop method. And this is the favorite way that I do this. But after I've shuffled the cards, I'll put them all back in the pile. So it's together. And of course, when you do this, the cards are going to be face down. So if you've got my deck, you'll see the hawk and the mandala up looking at you, but you're not going to actually see the face of the cards. So the face of the cards are face down and the card back is looking at you. So what I do is I will take my non-dominant hand, I will hold the entire deck in my hand, and I will just start dropping chunks of the pile. So basically, whatever part of the pile wants to fall on the desk, I let it fall down. And then I just intuitively move my hand. Sometimes this breaks the card deck up into two piles, three piles, four piles, or five piles. I just basically see how many cards want to fall out of my hand at a time. Then what I'll do is the top card of each pile will be the cards that I'll turn over. Now, the last way that I'll share to work with the cards is that you can shuffle the cards any way you want, put it all back in one pile, and then just choose each top card one after the other. And you can follow along in the book. So you could pull three cards, one, two, three, you could pull more, you could pull six, however many, if you're working with the instructions in the booklet for how to pull the cards, 
Or what you could do is just say, I'm going to pull three cards and whatever your intuition tells you or how many cards to pull, you can use. So those are three ways to do it. My very favorite is the drop method. And if you are a skeptic and you're doing the drop method and you see that, you know, Winnie, I've done this like three days in a row and I've gotten the same cards. Maybe the ones that are dropping just have a weird kind of glitch. Then you can just kind of do the shuffle method or fan your cards out and just choose that way. So that's how you choose your cards. But now it's time to actually flip them over so you can start to understand the message. So the way that I do this is I personally like to pull one card at a time so I can focus my energy on that. You can also choose to flip all the cards over at once if you wish, but I personally love to do just one card and see what I get from that. Then I'll pull the second card, see what I get from that and so forth and so on. The first thing I'll say is when you look at your cards, I'd like for you to clear your mind and ask your spirit guides, what is the message here that I need to understand? See where you are drawn. You may be drawn to the color of the card and the colors can speak to you and have a specific meaning for you. You might be drawn to the number on the card. And if you are someone who loves numerology, you might have a specific meaning for numbers, or maybe it's a number pattern that you need to look more into. You might be drawn to the words or the symbols on the deck or the phrase that's on the deck. Now, just because you're drawn to the number on one card does not mean you're going to be drawn to the number on the next card. So pay attention to what you feel is the main message and what spirit wants to share with you. So once you are drawn to an image or particular component on the card, then ask spirit, what's the message? Clear your mind and receive the message. This is really where developing your intuition truly does come in. What I would recommend that you do, especially if you know your intuitive language, so if you're a seer, owl, empath, or channeler, write down any parts of the message that you're receiving. So you might hear a balance, or maybe you see another image and you write that down. One of the things that can be really helpful is to ask spirit, what part of my life are you telling me that this is for? Now, that question would be helpful if you've just pulled the cards and have asked your spirit guides, hey, just tell me what I need to know. Now, most of the time before you shuffle, you're going to call in your spirit guides and then you're going to ask a specific question. If you asked a specific question, then the cards that are showing up for you are components of your answer. I don't know if you just heard that, but we had thunder here. So it sounds like my answer gave a little extra umph to it. So if you've asked a question again to the cards, you are going to get your answer through pulling. If you just ask spirit, what do I need to know right now for today? Then your spirit guides are giving you the answers. And that's when you might need to ask a little bit more clarity. When you're pulling the cards, you might also find that you need clarity regardless if you asked a question. So my husband pulled some cards the other day and he was saying, I'm going to pull cards for this one if I make this decision. Now I'm going to pull cards if I make this decision. He looked at me and he's like, I don't know what to do. And I said, both decisions are not wrong. Both decisions can be right. But when you're really reading into the cards, it's telling you that 
maybe perhaps you select an option or a decision that kind of marries both of what you were thinking about doing. What I told him to do is to pull a clarifying card. Let's say that you've asked your spirit guides about a specific direction that you want to go and you received an answer, but it didn't quite make sense. Let's say that you got focus on your health and choose that above all else. And you're like, I asked the cards and my spirit guides about business and I'm getting this. Well, you can pull another card to help clarify. So just pull an additional card from the deck, flip it over on top of that and see how the message can change. Now, if you got focus on your health above all else, how I would interpret that, especially if you asked a question about your business is what brings you the best health and making sure your energy is in the highest balance. But that could be different based on everybody's answer. So once you have your cards, if you feel you need a little bit of extra help, then go ahead and go through the process of asking your spirit guides additional clarifying questions, and you can pull additional clarifying cards. Just don't be the person that says, I don't like this. I'm just going to totally shuffle again. And then what ends up happening is you're going to get the same cards or very similar message. All right. I hope that you check out the holiday sale, especially for the Oracle cards. And I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, here's to staying spiritual and ambitious. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And if you loved it, would you please share it with a friend? I would also love your review and a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find me at messengerspirit.com and you can take the four intuitive languages quiz and find show notes there too. If you want to connect on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram, you can find me at messenger of spirit. If you want to continue the conversation, join my free Facebook group at messengerofspirit.com forward slash group. I'll meet you right here next week. Here's to stand spiritual and ambitious. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.